Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome back to the second part of this incredible episode of Queer I Am, the podcast, live and unscripted. The conversation continues and we also have an audience Q&A. I hope you enjoy. So whatever you're up to, this is your time to settle down, relax and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Queer I Am. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you all so much. And thank you to my amazing guests for um, the conversation in the first part of the episode. Really, really enjoyed that. So thank you. So this is now the time for audience Q&A. So if anyone does... <laughs> the amazing audience we have. If anyone has any questions they would like to ask about queer mental health, I would love to take your questions. So who would like to go first? Anyone? You've got a question? Lovely. Thank you. Yes, Fran. Thank you, everyone. Um, I felt, obviously, it's a really difficult topic and the answers are really not easy and it always comes down to, like, the people at the top fucking up, right? And so how do we make them do better? But until that happens, I suppose, I wondered if any of you could talk about what are the small things that have helped and are helpful and and kind of can carry us through until those things change because i we can't punish ourselves until that happens i guess that's an amazing question who would like to take that uh, well we can share it yeah uh, i mean mine my, uh, mine is a short for, for me personally like what helps me a lot is escapism like i am and I know not everyone's like this, but I'm I'm a massive nerd. So like fiction is such a huge comfort for me and such a easy escape um, because sometimes this planet's a bit too much. It's a bit too much. So it's, it's nice to escape. But I think finding something within yourself that um, gives you comfort, whatever whatever that might be, don't be afraid to indulge in it when you're in a dark place. Um you know, I think what we were saying before about like we feel this pressure to just like chug on, but uh, yeah, take take some time and indulge in what gives you happiness and joy. Yeah, 
God, that was such a bright and stoner hippie answer, wasn't it? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dress like Peace, this love, as well. Love. Shit. I think it's a really good answer. No, it's things that I always revert to when I'm feeling a bit sad and that lift me up. So I think that's a perfect answer. What about anyone else? Mel, what do you think? Um, so mine's a little bit different from that. So because of where I work, the thing that I like to do is remind... So I had this conversation with someone from Trans in the City who's saying to me that like the true version of allyship is sometimes when you are, you look a little bit similar to the people you're trying to get involved in us is that we get under the radar sometimes. So if they don't, they don't relate to whoever looks a little bit too queer for them and whatever they think that is, if we can slip under the radar sometimes and have conversations with people that they might think we reflect them um, those conversations could be had a bit more freely. So what I like to do, because sometimes I fly under the radar, is to have those conversations out and proud. And I don't shy away from them. So when I have those conversations about true allyship and being openly trans-inclusive and the fact that our service is, is fully openly inclusive, that those are the conversations I'm having with um, openly, like, cis-hec, like, organisations and, um, you know, whoever we're speaking to in, in um, organisations that have, like, priority and power, like the police, I I try and make sure that they know that we are truly queer and representative. So we're having those conversations that maybe they don't feel comfortable having asking those questions in an environment that maybe doesn't look like them or sound like them. Maybe I might be a nice little kind of sounding spot between the two. So that, that for me is what I try and do in my space is put myself in the middle as a bit of like a, an undercover spy, you know, like I might get into the radar and then I'm going to hit you with like, don't, don't think you can ask those questions without re- rebuttal. And I, will, and I will be open and inclusive and I will have the conversations with you and this is a safe space, but I will have an answer. And you'll be fierce. And it will be fierce, absolutely. Be fierce. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. What about you, Michael? Um... I think similar to what we were talking about outside that one is, is grassroots, Uh, you know, having top change, top change. (laughs) 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 Um, Is, is as, (laughs) 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 all right, Fran. (laughs) Um, It's difficult, but I think grassroots is a, is a huge thing. Having, having events like this at queer spaces is important and that's how we raise awareness about these different different issues and i think that's important that queer spaces need to step up not just have club nights not just have general you know socializing nights that we have these nights where we have these open discussions and we raise these issues and alongside that is is being honest and being open and i know sometimes it's really hard and with SJ we were talking outside and with you we're talking about until someone says something someone may not recognize what they're going through so we need to be more honest we need to be more open as a community and talk about what we're going through because until someone says something someone may not recognize that's what they're going through or what they're struggling with whether that's mental health or domestic abuse or something different until someone says that, someone may not recognise that's what they're going through. Because as we've talked about in this panel, that you know we live 
so much of our life as queer people in isolation and there's not a wider representation in the news and the media in what we consume in literature or the arts or theater you know <clears throat> and it's so important that you know we take that step and we're brave and we're honest and we're open and we talk about what we're going through because until someone says that someone may not recognize that that's what they're going through so i think it's a combo of grassroots in our queer spaces that we talk about these things but also within our friendship groups that we take that step to be open power and vulnerability yeah i think and it is we, and it and it's hard because yeah. you know as we said like <clears throat> as we were saying earlier you know so many of us are just chugging along and we don't want to talk about that and we don't want to you know constantly talk about trauma and abuse and discrimination and blah 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 but sometimes that's essential for someone to understand what they're going through to get the support that they need and understand you know because so much of our society is cis heterosexual and it's not seen in a queer context until someone else within our community has said that's what they're going through they don't recognize that so that's an essential thing for us to yeah Vo- voices are powerful aren't they yeah. you know it's speaking your truth and being vulnerable there's there's a power in that i think and it's it's hard but it's it's worth it absolutely any other comments before we move on um can i plug mm okay <laughs> plug, plug away luciana um so um Totally agree with everything, but we also empower people. So we have, uh, we call it a circle, but it's actually a workshop, six-week workshop called The Power of Me, which deals with identity. It's quite difficult, um, but it's life-changing. We also do bubbles where we pick a topic and there's no phones no nothing and it's a safe space you can actually say what's on your mind uh no judgment nothing um in september we're going to have queer voices at the table where we're going to have food and discussions and you know just um you know just amplifying the problems but not being victims it's actually looking at them from a different lens where we we step into that power that we can actually solve these problems not in a victim mode um and i think it's it's this mind shift this what we call it a movement but um because revolution is a bit too harsh um but it is it is actually changing the mindset of the community and that we are actually very, very powerful people. We, I mean, if we join together, we'd rule the world. I mean, and I think it's, you know, society has this making us feel always less than um, almost cripples us in, in um, reaching the full potential that we have. So Absolutely. And, you know, there'll be lots of information, I guess, online. Yeah. And please plug this and share this with your followers as well, because I think it's really, really important. Absolutely. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. 
We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Any other questions? Darren. Love this. <laughs> Okay, so a little bit tangential. Um, There's a question about mental health and creativity. Um, So Van Gogh, Virginia Woolf, Amy Winehouse. The connection between mental health and creativity is well documented. As a panel of artists, writers and singers, I just wondered how your experience of mental health has influenced your creativity. Darren, big one. Pick that up. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thank you for the question, Darren. That's really good. Who would like to take that? Alex, let's start with you. Uh, Yeah, sure. Um, Well, for me, it it goes hand in hand. I I, I honestly cannot imagine how I would deal with most of the stuff I've dealt with in my life if I wasn't... um, I mean, my first port of call to uh, express my emotions and thoughts is music. Um, I always think the music I write, I put my thoughts into the words and my feelings into the the music itself, like the notes. Um, I, it, it, it's how I process it. I've tried, I've tried many other things like even, even therapy for me has, has worked in the past, uh, but nothing, n- nothing works f- uh, nothing works uh, helping me get through something more than putting it into something uh, creative because uh, it, the, 
uh, kind of a way I look at it is like I'm putting that trauma to good use. <laughs> like I'm like, otherwise it's just gonna sit in my head and my soul and and fester. And uh, you know, and talking to people does help as well. Obviously, as we've as we've said today, but um, there's there's a level that I I reach uh, in the 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 deepness of it that I don't really touch in conversations that I get when I sit up at three o'clock in the morning writing music um and there are other creative outlets I use as well like uh writing stories or whatever but like uh especially when it comes to music so I I think it it makes so much sense that there are so many creatives struggle with mental health because we use our creativity to deal with uh mental health and and I think and and to be fair I feel like most people that don't necessarily uh have a creative career or whatever I would say queer people in general we are generally quite creative people even if we're not putting that into practice in our every everyday lives but um I would say most people have like some sort of hobby or some sort of passion that is that brings out the creative the creativity in them um so yeah I can't remember the original surprise surprise I can't <laughs> no, remember I think, the I original think, question I think you've answered it I think did I oh yeah, cabs all right I as long as y'all think I did that's great that's really good Michael what about you for writing do you I mean obviously you've talked about how therapeutic and cathartic the book was for you but I mean is it a sense of what happens when you put pen to paper or type is it is it kind of like just therapeutic to kind of get your words out I think it's similar to what um, Alex was saying that it's it's a different way of processing something, you know. Like I'm quite an open book in conversation, but I think getting to the depth of actually what I'm feeling and what I'm processing, even if it's fiction, like obviously my book is memoir, but even fiction, it's a way of processing thoughts and processes and mm-hmm. emotions in a, in a different way that I wouldn't necessarily discuss with my friends Mm -hmm. and similar to you like even singing like love singing did a couple of musical theater courses like it's just a way of expressing yourself in not even like you know so much of mental health we talk about is negative but I think we also need to talk about mental health in a positive way and writing and singing and performing for me boosts my mental health and boost that was very i don't know why that came out in that way (laughs) but it did um Um, don't know why it came out that way number five (laughs) um but we need to talk about mental health in a positive way and how you can improve your health yeah how you can can and like i was talking about this with a friend recently and um the past couple of months have been pretty rough in terms of uh, mainly because of the job i was in and the first thing i recognized was i wasn't singing so like when i work i sing i have music on i'm singing i'm singing and singing and i was not singing and it's an outlet and i think creativity is an outlet whether that's processing trauma but it's also about 
putting out something positive. Thank you everyone for um, coming tonight and uh, listening to this incredible conversation about queer mental health. And thank you to all of my guests. You have been absolutely incredible. Please give a big round of applause for the incredible Alex Fincher. Luciana Cousins. Melanie Blackwell. And Michael Hendrick. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed the show. A big thank you once again to all my guests. Please share the podcast, give it a five-star review if you'd like, and leave any comments you may have. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for all the latest updates on Queer I Am, the podcast. Also, check out my website, www.fluiactually.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey guys, welcome to Giggly Squad, a place where we make fun of everything, but most importantly, ourselves. I'm Paige DeSorbo. I'm Hannah Burner. Welcome to the squad. Giggly Squad started on Summer House when we were giggling during an inappropriate time. But of course, we can't be managed. So we decided to start this podcast to continue giggling. We will make fun of pop culture news. We're watching fashion trends, pep talks where we give advice, mental health moments, and games and guests. Listen to Giggly Squad on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.